Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington, D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. Welcome to John Stadmiller's show here. Obviously, I'm not John, although I aspire to be. Uh, John is a, a little bit delayed getting into the studio, and so I'm going to take the microphone here for uh, a few minutes until John is able to join us. And catching up on something we were covering on my own show previously, uh, apparently the SpaceX first stage did land successfully on the drone trip in the Atlantic. So this was just uh, A-OK, a perfect mission. Uh, the communication satellite is on its way to a geosynchronous orbit. And this is the first time in history a reusable rocket has launched into space, been recovered, and reused again. And I know devotees of the space shuttle were saying, well, that's what they were doing back then. Well, not exactly. It wasn't as reusable as they all thought. And when they tried to reuse those SRBs uh, is what led to the uh, Challenger disaster. So... Uh, Way to go, SpaceX. I'm very, very excited. I remember fondly uh, the, the space race of the 1960s and how good we all felt to be Americans, to see America in, uh, in the forefront of space exploration. Now, obviously, we're not the forefront anymore. Uh, SpaceX is doing amazing stuff, but there's a lot of competition up there right now, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. And I'm fully in agreement with Donald Trump's policy for NASA, where he is uh, trimming off all this nonsense about Earth monitoring to support uh, the claims of the human-caused global warming nonsense. And he's retasking NASA to go back out and explore our solar system. And I'm fully in agreement with that, not because I'm all hot and bothered about seeing our flag all over the solar system, uh, but I am very curious about certain things like whether there actually is indigenous life in those methane pools on Titan or in the water under the ice uh, on uh, 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 Europa. Uh, but mostly, I'm old enough to remember that the tech boom of the 70s, 80s, and 90s that were a time of incredible prosperity for America was all forged in the uh, Apollo 11 race to the moon. Uh, and you look around, it's hard to see something that didn't come out of the Apollo program. Integrated circuits, this watch, uh, my little uh, uh, Raspberry Pi computer, Velcro, things like that. We take them for granted today. They didn't exist before the space race. And the space race, the race to the moon, brought them all into being and brought with them new products, new industries, new jobs. And so... I would love to see Donald Trump turn NASA 
back into being a civilian technology incubator because solving the problems of going back to the moon or going to Mars or exploring the outer solar system is going to require solving problems. And those solutions become the foundation for solutions to problems here on Earth. Again, new products, new industries, new jobs. Now, our very unwise leadership over the last couple of decades have foolishly allowed the manufacturing of these Apollo technologies to leak to other countries. It was part of the New World Order. We don't need to manufacture here. We'll send it to Taiwan and China and Japan. And so those countries now have the manufacturing jobs created by these new technologies, and they're not going to be foolish enough to let them come back to the United States of America. They're going to be fighting Donald Trump on repatriation of technology jobs tooth and nail. And so our best solution is to leapfrog ahead, to leap over what everybody else is already doing and do something new. SpaceX is obviously going to be a part of that. Uh, and there's even uh, something else that's out there. We all remember the age of supersonic passenger jet travel in the Concorde, and then, of course, it all went away when the Concorde crashed. And it looks like it may be coming back here again, because there is a new venture which has been funded that is going to build a supersonic passenger jetliner that can go between New York and London uh, in just three hours. And they're even going to have a private uh, 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 version of it for executives with lots and lots and lots and lots of money. But it's a company called Boom Aerospace, and they have gotten their funding to build their first testing prototype, and they're doing it uh, in, con- uh, uh, in, in parallel uh, with some of these other established companies like Scaled Composites, uh, and even SpaceX is getting a piece of this. And this is a good example of leapfrogging ahead of the rest of the world. And yes, uh, France and England jointly had the Concorde, but the Concorde is no more. Uh, but the U.S. could take the lead in bringing supersonic passenger travel back to the world, and that would be a blessing for American companies making these aircraft, uh, for the specially trained personnel to maintain and operate these aircraft. It can't not be a good thing, and we need to start thinking about that. Where, what's the next big technology breakthrough? Photonics? Maybe. Photonics would solve a lot of problems we have with our current limitations on silicon-based computing technology. We've reached the point where we can't scale these any smaller because the radio impulses from neighboring data lines are causing interference. There's a huge heat and cooling issue with some of these machines. And they are still pushing forward on silicon, but we're, we're up against the law of diminishing returns. Photonics opens up a whole new universe using light instead of electricity. You're not going to have the heat problems. You're not going to have radio frequency interference. Now, obviously, the companies invested in silicon technology don't want that to happen. And there was a funny story happened, oh, I think about 12 years ago, where IBM actually hired a computer engineer to develop a photon-based computing demonstrator and all it was tasked to do was store two numbers add them together store the result 
And it turned out that IBM funded this project to prove that photonics was still unreachably far away. Therefore, they're going to stay with their silicon technology. And the uh, computer engineer kind of uh, fooled him on that because he succeeded in building a very, very simple device. And one of the most brilliant things he did was he used fiber optics as a memory, just reels of fiber optics, none of this separate address line or anything going on, but these reels of fiber optics, and he had these chains of optical pulses just spinning around them, and he was able to uh, create uh, an optical adder. And he, he, Now, it's obviously not going to be useful for anything, but it demonstrated that, yes, it's possible, it's within reach. So that might be one way that we want to go. Uh, we know that with Al Gore's human-caused global warming, there has been a selling and exploitation of alternative forms of energy that have not worked out very well. But maybe with a new civilian technology incubator, some of those problems could be solved. Everyone likes to talk about solar energy and solar cells. They're still woefully inefficient. There have been some breakthroughs, but it would be nice to get to close to 80 or 90% efficiency. Uh, there's a, a young student who's actually worked out a very clever way for large-scale, inexpensive desalinization. We start bringing that up, and then all of these concerns over fresh water and wars for fresh water, like we have in Israel and Lebanon, that's going to go away. There is a bright future out there if we have the political will to go find it. Unfortunately, too much of the establishment likes things just the way they are. They like the current products they're selling. They want us to stay with the oil economy. They want us to stay with the things that they're making money on. Now, they don't want anything new to come around and upset it. Despite all the talk about progressivism that we hear from government and corporations, the reality is they, they kind of stand in the way of progress many times because they see progress as taking away their market share and giving it to somebody who's come up with something new. And very often the something news will be attacked as an economic threat. It's the nature of the political beast. But anyway, I am just absolutely delighted that SpaceX was uh, able to deal with this, uh, get, get it up there, get it to work. And uh, it's now working consistently. And that's going to open up another area for economic endeavor because right now, uh, countries that have satellites but do not have their own launch capacity are going to other countries to get their satellites launched. Now they're going to come here. And that will be a big revenue stream. And obviously that's a big part of what Elon Musk uh, was designing when he came up with SpaceX. I, I do admire his sense of vision. Uh, and uh, I think he's a good example of somebody where they're doing it the right way. And yes, there's no question he's rich, but he did it the right way. He makes things people want to buy, like the Tesla. And then he takes his wealth and he puts it into endeavors that actually are going to help our nation, our economy, like SpaceX. Now, some of his stuff is really blue sky. He's talking about starting a company uh, that will work toward developing an actual interface between the human mind and computers. Uh, I think he may be biting off more than he can chew for a very simple reason. All of our brains are different. 
There's no standard bus or organization. As we learn things, they get stuffed into corners. And where we remember what the color red looks like may not be where somebody else stores that information on what the color red looks like. And I think by virtue of that, it's going to be extraordinarily difficult to come up with any kind of a meaningful interface other than sending images and music back and forth. Now, if you're like me, you're a big fan of William Gibson's science fiction books, Neuromancer, Burning Chrome, where it talks about a world where everybody plugs into the computers directly and interfaces with them. And it's a good read, and it's a very entertaining book. I don't think it's ever actually going to be possible because of the fact that all of our brains are unique. We're not... Even if you took a legion of clones... The instant they went out to the world and went their separate ways, their brains would start organizing different ways because of their different life experiences. So I think that is a, uh, an insurmountable obstacle. But hey, if he wants to try, that would be a good thing to do. All righty. So getting on back to some of the more serious things, uh, as you know, there's this huge hue and cry going on uh, over the Russia allegations, and we're seeing the partisanship rear its head. Over on the Senate side, the heads of their Senate Intelligence Committee are approaching the question of Russia's meddling in the U.S. election from the point of view of assuming that it is true, and I dare you to prove that we are wrong. Now, complicating that position is the destruction of CrowdStrike's credibility. Now, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, CrowdStrike was this private consulting company that was employed by the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee to manage their computers. And it is this company that said, we think the Russians hacked into the DNC emails, even though other indications were that it was an internal leak. And CrowdStrike based this conclusion that Russia had hacked the DNC emails in theory, on the basis of technology they had used to find out that Russia had hacked the Ukrainian military shortly before. Well, that story has fallen apart. Computer security experts have looked at CrowdStrike's word and said it, it, it work, and it's junk. It's nonsense. They made all kinds of mistakes, all kinds of uh, uh, assumptions that were baseless, and CrowdStrike has now pulled back that story about Russia hacking Ukraine, and because they made a point of saying it was the same technology involved with the DNC servers, uh, that has discredited CrowdStrike's conclusion there. Complicating the story, of course, is that the FBI chose to accept CrowdStrike's conclusions. The Hillary Clinton campaign refused to allow the FBI to examine the DNC servers to verify for themselves that Russia had been the culprit. So at this point, there is absolutely zero evidence that Russia interfered with our election. And of course, the hypocrisy is stunning because the United States has interfered in 81 foreign elections since the end of World War II. Now, over on the House side, Nunes is coming into this from the position of, we haven't seen any evidence yet. And until we do, we're not going to say something happened until we see the evidence. And right now, the Democrats on the House Intelligence Committee are trying to get Nunes to step down 
and they're making a big stink over the fact that he went over to the White House like there is some horrible motive between a member of Congress talking with the president of the United States of America. As it turns out, Nunes didn't talk with Donald Trump. Nunes was asked to come over to the White House to review some classified documents because the classified documents held by the United States government are on a private Internet that is not connected to the general Internet that you and I are all using. It's air-gapped, and they're not allowed to send that information outside. Now, some of that information wound up on Hillary Clinton's private email server, but that means somebody put it on a flash drive and walked it over. There's no accident emailing or anything like that. So Nunes was told he had to come over to the White House to look at these documents on the controlled, secure Internet system. And that was basically it. He was gathering facts for the House Intelligence Committee investigation, and the Democrats are trying to say, oh, it's collusion, it's obstructionism. We know that Vladimir Putin and Donald Trump are swapping wet, swapping wet, sloppy kisses, and Nunes is getting in the way of our leaping to a conclusion. Uh, And even the New York Times came out today and named the people that uh, 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 Nunes supposedly spoke with. Okay, I'm getting word now that John Stedmiller has finally joined us here. John, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing I'm doing really good and I'm ready to basically hand over the center seat to you. So you have the aircraft. Well, I appreciate that very much. Uh, Thanks on short notice there. Um, I was a day late and a dollar short. And the the hurrier I went, the behind her I got is my I know that feeling at my age. (laughs) All righty. Thank you, Michael. You got it. Okay, sir. Uh, And picking up exactly. This is exactly what I was going to lead off here with. Thank you, Michael. Uh, The Freedom Caucus. Um, Folks. If you remember, if you've been listening to me for any length of time, and I said this early onset radio career years ago, I made the statement, and and I think I've figured out the problem here, that people hear me, but they're not listening. You know there's a difference, right? You, you, you do know that. There is a difference. And I said that, look, one day you're going to wake up. The person that was with you, arm in arm, I'll be right behind you. I've had a lot of people over the years. Yeah, we're right behind you. And I turn around, I look, and they're miles in the distance. We're still here. Can you hear me now? And I said, don't be alarmed. This is going to happen. This is part of the human condition. If you don't understand human nature, then, well, I can figure you've had a lot of problems adjusting with other human beings in your life. Uh, They turn left when they should have turned right. They go up when they should have gone down. They say stupid things and they should have kept their mouth shut. They do a lot of different things. It's human nature. That should be blended into... um, your worldview of things. Now get around to the point of this and pick up where exactly Mike Rivero left off. Uh, Trump is running a dangerous game here. Very, very dangerous. More on this when we get back. 
Go to republicbroadcasting.org, smash that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo-Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9-11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states, the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in the United with States. With remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say, the, uh, the dancing Israelis. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They would always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? Like, what are we going to do about it? Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. there are you gonna wait till the cows come home to get your new ease off drop and lift what in the world is an ease off drop and lift our ease off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control that sounds great but can i afford it sure and the ease off installs fast the effortless operation will reduce fatigue speed up your line and increase profits Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E A Z E O F F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff LLC 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding and we do not sell trade or give away any of your information our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits so please check out our site it's the best around and be sure to stop by our store it's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory come unite with us today at tlbtalk.com and join the social media revolution the name of that song what is it clocks it's hauntingly strange at any rate since post time folks i've made the warning throughout the years human nature 
the person that's solidly with you, one day you look up, they're not so solid and they're nowhere to be seen, or you look at your fence and they're on standing on the other side smiling and waving at you. They've jumped ship, or they've just simply changed their politics or their friends or the view of the world in spite of the facts, whatever the reason. And I'll get into the Trump thing here in a second. What I what I really wanted to start the program out with, and I'll get around to Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, I'll save that. Chuck Baldwin. I, I got this from uh, Charlotte Isserby. And Charlotte, if you're listening to the program, thank you very much for sending this. Chuck Baldwin is one of the few nonpartisans who refused to drink the Trump liberal Kool-Aid. And now he's banned from News With Views. And he posted this on Facebook. And Charlotte says, I knew it wouldn't be long before News With Views banned him. Now, understand, I am... I don't know if you could classify me as being a team player, but I do do understand the job that needs to be done. And I will use any resource. I will join any team as long as they're pointing downrange and lobbing everything in that direction. I don't have to be friends. I don't even have to like the persons in the foxhole with me. I just hope he shoots straight. Things are a little bit different when you're under heavy fire. Kind of little personal petty things go by the wayside. And with Mr. Baldwin, um, for some reason, the guy has been standoffish. I don't know if I would classify it as he didn't like me, but folks, we are very good at reading facial expressions. That's part of the human nature deal. Animals are very good at this, and the animal human being is better at it. We recognize emotion. You can read it on the faces. And... Throughout the years, going to whatever event, symposium, whatever. Every once in a while, I I stopped speaking to Mr. Baldwin because when I would greet him, he would just kind of curtly look at me and half smile and say hello and then go back to whatever he was doing. And after a while, I thought, okay, that's very cool. And um, all right, fine. And I would either smile or wave or just walk by him the next time I saw him. And that's okay. I was not down with his decision on Mal here. Uh, my position on the people that have been writing, uh, fighting this range war for 50-some years, if not longer, um, the 50 people have already lost their spreads, the people that are in jail, the people that have and been re-jailed after they paid the government fines for property that they shouldn't be in control of. Now, supposedly Donald Trump's going to do something about that, but him being a businessman, when he starts canceling those contracts, you know, like with Uranium One or anything that um, Mr. Ipatch did out there in Nevada, thank God he's gone now. But there's going to be some backlash because, well, some of that stuff has been spoken for and some of it's under contract and we don't know all of what the shenanigans that have gone in behind closed doors on our western lands. 
But to suffice to say, it's been a pitch battle for a number of years, and people that had enough finally decided to stand up and say no more. And Chuck went against this, and he was pretty hard on it. His congregation, they didn't like it either. I think about half of the people was reported to me. Half the people got up out and walked out of his church. Now, having said all that, there's a little bit, um, there's a little bit of uh, turnabout, I guess, is fair play, but not in the vein that you would think. Somebody's been sold for 30 pieces of silver, and I'll explain in detail when we get back. And again, let me remind you, the overriding message here, human nature, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilajee hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilajee Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilajee as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilajit by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach or a favorite song from the past or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch. Terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being. To learn more about this amazing breakthrough, go to naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Everyone around me seems to get sick but me. My brother got the flu twice. My mother was down with some sort of fever. People at work were taking sick days off and others were just plain tired and run down. And me? Well, I just keep feeling great all the time with Extendivite. My grandfather used to talk about the power of garlic and other herbs he took that kept him healthy. I'm lucky. Extendivite was just what I needed to keep me healthy. And Extendivite is all natural. Extendivite was designed for the heart but does so much more by keeping me healthy all the time. I'll take Extendivite forever. Get your two-month supply for only $69.95 plus shipping and handling. My name is Rick, and you can be like me. Just by calling 
928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Sounds hot in my ear. I don't know if you guys got tin ears or not. No? Did you pass your certification? Did you get out of the rookie stage? Maybe that's why you haven't gotten a raise. (laughs) At any rate, let me quit screwing around here. You know, sometimes you have to laugh a little bit or you'll just break down crying. Well, so our friend Chuck Baldwin. He's got a little problem, and it has to do with news with views. Over the years, many websites, Chuck writes, newsletters, publications, newspapers, periodicals, magazines, etc., have carried my columns. I've also written columns for newswithviews.com for 15 years. That amounts to 958 columns in total. But last week, the owner of News With Views told my office that if any of my future columns were critical of Donald Trump or the state of Israel, they would be censored. Ladies and gentlemen, I have never pandered to any individual organization or group in what I write or say, and I'm not going to start now. Therefore, I have withdrawn my columns from newswithviews.com. This is an excellent illustration of just how deep the problem is. Remember what I said yesterday, 9.8? What kind of, I'll take all the crap, we at 9.8, and you're going to be happy with 4.8 or 5.0? Again, folks, are people hearing me, or are they actually listening to me? If you listen to me like you do any other talk show host, woe unto you, you know? At any rate. The website owner whom I've had a very friendly business relationship for many years and whom I believed was a committed patriot and a constitutionalist said that a wealthy Zionist contributor had threatened to cut off his $1,000 per month donation to the website if I was allowed to continue to write critical comments against Israel. Imagine, there are 70 writers on this website and one writer, me, 
tells the truth about Israel and that one writer, me, must be censored. Worse yet is the fact that the website owner said he actually agrees with me about the Zionist problem. That's how it works, folks. These angry, intolerant, wealthy Zionists use the power of their money to intimidate and coerce not only the mainstream media, but also the conservative media into kowtowing to their radical Zionist agenda. So the owner of NewsWithViews.com sold his convictions for $1,000 a month. I don't know why he didn't use uh, 30 pieces of silver. It would have been more apropos, but be that as it may. He said, well, I won't sell mine for any price. I will let the author of truth and the lovers of truth make up the slack for any tyrannical Zionist who thinks he can purchase my tongue or my pen with his blood money. As far as I'm concerned, the rich, manipulative, intolerant intolerant Zionist to whom the website owner has sold his convictions can take his $1,000 per month donation and shove it up the crack of his Talmud. (laughs) He said it. He said it. This act of censorship against me disgusts you. The management of News with Views needs to hear from you. Uh, And there is uh, more to this post. Not mentioned in the Facebook comments under Chuck's post are Kelly Nelson and D.V. Kidd, who also drank the Trump Kool-Aid. And Dale Boer, uh, he was on Facebook, and this is what he posted. (laughs) And I, I agree with him. He said, what turned me off about News with Views was the proliferation of articles from writers like Lori Roth. Let me stop and digress one second here. About a year and a half ago, I get a call from Lori Roth. She wants to come on this network. Ladies and gentlemen, I can can hear, but I can also listen and understand. That comes from experience. That comes from having a depth of knowledge. I've walked through many uh, minefields, and I still have my legs, okay? No IEDs or anything got me. I know it when I see it, and I know what to sidestep and move around and keep moving downrange. Lori Roth, it only took me 20 minutes on the phone to determine. I told her, I said, you're not a fit for this network. And I determined that just in a polite, not grilling, but in a polite conversation, bringing up several points and listening to the responses. I'm pretty good at this. At any rate, writers like Lori Roth, Lloyd uh, Lloyd, uh, Marcus, Cliff Kincaid, J.B. Williams, David Usher, Roger Stone, Jonathan M. Ward, and one or two others. As I would read their articles, I kept seeing this pro-neocon Zionism worship Israel agenda. Personally, I think Lori Roth and Cliff Kincaid are nothing but hate mongers. It got to the point where the only articles I would read on News with Views were from the Baldwins and Frosty Woolridge. What I kept seeing from many, especially Roth, was making an idol of Israel and a Zionist and worshiping them instead of God and Jesus Christ. Guess I'll be removing my bookmark from News with Views. Now, Donald Trump, you know, I... Well, let me just, let me just, let me, let me just relay my feelings about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is in there because it was never Hillary. (laughs) The arrogant ones on that side of the aisle thought they had everything bought off, sussed, blackmailed, 
pigeonholed, cornered, and, well, you know, they got their pledge to vote. Well, it didn't work out that way. Which, folks, when you were watching this, you were joining in the cheering, you were with him, if not in body, in spirit, with the crowds were showing up at his campaign stops, and we're going to make America great again. And he was saying many of the things that you and I wanted to hear. Okay. But keep in mind who Donald Trump is. Now, I don't know the man personally. I've not lived with Donald. I've not broken bread with Donald. But I watch people with their deeds, not necessarily their words. Sometimes the words go along with the deeds. Sometimes they don't. But I watch what a person does. It is much more telling than what a person says. Donald Trump is not a conservative. He's not what I would call a raving lunatic liberal. He's kind of apolitical. He ran because he was another pissed off American, didn't like what Washington, D.C. was doing, saw a lot that was wrong, and he threw his hat in the ring, thought he could change it. And so did a lot of other people. Now, I understand, of course, that, you know, what is he, uh, 68, 69 days into his presidency? Yeah. But he is a political neophyte. I've been watching who he's been surrounding himself with. I see no difference between George Bush's approach to the Middle East than Donald Trump's. Sorry to say. Uh, NATO, uh, well, well, you know, we need to get rid of NATO. Well, you know, they need to pay. Well, that got modified. They need to pay their fair share. Well, no, they want to bring in more countries that will commit us to whatever into the future, because it's been said many times, and they mean it when they say it, that an attack on any one of our NATO members is like an attack on us, and we will respond in kind. Doesn't matter what screwy stuff you do, what kind of traps are laid by the intelligence agencies, what kind of yahoo starts whatever, the United States will come marching in, blindly with all of our borrowed trillions of dollars and our guns a-blazing. Don't worry, we're here. Yeah. Donald is not a happy man. Now, somebody, somebody straighten me around here. If I've, got this, if I've got this wrong, he did not like Ryan. He didn't like him at all. He didn't like Obamacare. First, it was repeal. Go back and look at the initial campaign stops. Look at this. Take a listen to the speeches. It didn't say anything about delete it and come up with a 2.0, he was saying, we're going to dump Obamacare. We're going to get rid of Obamacare. And then that morphed into, now was this a political decision to do, to make the left or the people that are standing around with their hands out, uh, to maybe not be as virulent against the Trump run, or maybe he was hoping for their vote. But then it morphed into, we'll repeal and replace All the while, you and I are thinking, what? Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, and one of the shining examples of the government involved in health care, for the people that put the one thing that is irreplaceable on the line, that's their own damn lives. You know, you you can't go to a warehouse someplace, you can't order it up, they can't pull it off a shelf, and that's another you. You either died over there, you got blown to bits, stumping around or whatever. 
Hey, you're a candidate for prosthetics. Hey, we got these new things. You can put them on your stumps there and you can run. Yeah, it will be. Okay. But the government that's been involved in health care, they've run this for a number of years. Look at the Veterans Administration. Wow. It's like anything else the government runs. It's screwed up. And my suggestion with a twenty for the poor twenty four million that don't have health care, because guess what? Your Democrats and your Republicans alike have been selling it down a river for so many years. Being on the welfare dole seems logical to you. That you're entitled. You need to survive. The government needs to help you. And by the way, Mr. and Mrs. America, you're gonna pay for it. Well, all things being equal, if the Democrats and the Republicans weren't busy selling us down the river trapping us into smaller and smaller spaces, and all the while letting us play with funny money that was eventually going to destroy this country. Things would be different in the landscape of America today. So Donald doesn't get his way with Ryan, and he does something that is politically unforgivable, Because Donald has made a major miscalculation. It wasn't about just having a job. It wasn't just about building a fence. It wasn't just about giving somebody an even break if they wanted to start a business in this country, which, by the way, 80% of the people work for small business, not corporations or big-butt companies. He's made a severe error. This morning, Donald Trump, now let me, let me digress before I get into this little juicy tidbit. <sighs> Do you remember the Tea Party, folks? Unarguably, Ron Paul started that. And who waded in to ride on the coattails of that? You saw it. It was our airhead from Alaska. There were politicians that had already been out in the civilian world for a while, but they thought they were going to roll in and take over the Tea Party. Well, they did and destroyed it. This this Poe character, I guess he's from Texas here, he's complaining that this, well, this this Freedom Caucus, you know, they they didn't cooperate, and I'm quitting it. He's the one that started it. Well, evidently he didn't know who he was in, who he was in the sandbox with, because we had about 16, and I'll get an accurate number on this, and I'll also get their names. 16 people in the Senate stood up and said no. They said more than that. They said hell no. What they said is just repeal the damn thing. And by the way, do you think this is any different between Nancy Pelosi and Barack Obama's White House when they rolled in national health care to begin with? Did anybody get to see the bill before it was attempted to be voted on? Did you and I see it? No, we didn't. Another slam, bam, thank you, ma'am. All the while saying that, yes, this is going to be much, much better. Donald has made an egregious error because he just kicked the core of the true patriot and constitutionalist right in their faces. And this is not a small item. You can expect to see more compromises in the future because, after all, he is a deal-maker. What is the art of politics? Compromise. This guy thinks he's learning on the curve, and they're eating his damn lunch. 
and he's letting them. You know, if this was too big of a job for you, Mr. Trump, you should have never got in there. Yeah, if we would have had Hillary, by 12 noon tomorrow, we'd probably be well into the second American Revolution. But she didn't, and he did. This is what Trump tweeted out. The Freedom Caucus will hurt the entire Republican agenda if they don't get on the team and fast. We must fight them. And Dems in 2018. What the hell is the difference? (laughs) Tell me something, Mr. Trump. What is the difference? I think the only difference here is some of the Republicans won't come out and outwardly say, we we hate you, you know, because we are a Republican and we're going to put up some kind of phony unified front. I would expect the Democrats to hate anybody that isn't Hillary Clinton or Barack Obama or any one of the other slime balls that present themselves as being representatives in our representative government. Well, we must fight them, he says. President Trump on Thursday struck back at the House caucus that sunk his Obamacare replacement bill. Let me replace replacement bill with insurance bill because that's all that it is. Threatening their legislative careers, threatening their legislative careers if the staunchy conservative members refuse to get on board with the new president's agenda. And I already read you the tweet. Later Thursday, Freedom, I'm sorry, this was yesterday, Freedom Caucus member Representative Justin Amash returned fire in the Republican Civil War. And as I said the other day, there is pitch battle in Washington, D.C. Believe this or not, folks, I know, it's hard to get your mind wrapped around with all of what you've been exposed by to the rhinos for all these years. There are actually some principled men or at least men standing up for a principle. <laughs> let me let me say that that way. And they said, no, we need to get rid of this Obamacare. Some of them said that, look, you know, if we're going to do this, you can't do this in 17 days. They had seven and a half years in which to draw up something. Well, they just didn't seem to do it. Everybody hated it. Didn't they all just basically run on the same thing? I'm a Republican. I'm responsible, and we're going to dump this Obamacare. Really? Then why the hell are you voting for Obamacare, or I'm sorry, Trump care? And exactly what is the difference? Not much. As one woman the other day put it, you know, the pieces of the bill was just rearranged by Ryan. It's like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, and we all know what happened with that. Let's take this break. We'll be back in just a few. <sighs> Here are the the old boss, same as the new boss. Ronald Reagan. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. I'm so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. I said it didn't take long <laughs> for Representative Justin Amash, which was one of those people that weren't getting on board. <laughs> Justin Amash tweeted out, he says, it didn't take long for the swamp to drain. No shame, Mr. President. Almost everyone succumbs to the D.C. establishment. Whoa. Later, Amash told Fox News that most people don't take well to being bullied and compared to Trump's tactics to those of a fifth grader. We appreciate the president, Jordan said. Uh, Kim Jordan, uh, Freedom Caucus co-founder, uh, said, however, refused to take Trump's bait during an interview on America's newsroom. He said, we appreciate the president. We're trying to help the president, but in fact, is you have to look at the legislation. And added, I'm not here to assign blame to anybody. What I focus on is on doing is doing what I told voters we were going to do. 
Remember that? Remember Donald Trump saying, I will never let you down? Okay. You know, I had to ride the Trump train in, but I got off at the station and I'm on the platform and I'm watching it. I'm on Trump watch. As everybody should be. And just as critical of Trump as they would have been of Obama, just as critical as they should have been of Baby Bush or Daddy Bush or Bill Clinton or anybody else. The 30-plus member Freedom Caucus in the House of Representatives was the key bloc that refused to vote in favor of the Trump-backed health care that should read earlier this month. Despite the bill's general lack of popularity, the consensus was that it could have been able to pass the Republican majority house if the Freedom Caucus joined in. But Trump and his top advisors were never able to ally the concerns of the caucus members. And House Speaker Paul Ryan pulled the bill which would have been Trump's first major legislative achievement, and dealt a death blow to Obamacare prior to the scheduled Friday vote. Now, you can see right away in the story how... (sighs) Ryan said during a Thursday news conference that he understood the president's frustration regarding Trump's tweet. (laughs) How How can Ryan understand... The president's frustration when he doesn't even understand how people are frustrated with him. And the true conservatives in in Congress assembled, folks, they, they want to get rid of this supposed Speaker of the House. In my estimation, he is no better than Newt Gingrich, and Newt Gingrich turned out to be a little dirtbag as well. But don't worry, he's a good guy. He's a Fox contributor. God. Trump has taken health care reform off the table entirely in the aftermath of the debacle. However, he and his aides have moved on to other issues such as tax reform and infrastructure. Now, Trump's tweet suggests he may attempt to uh, primary some members of the caucus in 2018. I don't know what that means, may attempt to primary. I don't know. Hoping to find a candidate more favorable to his agenda. It's a tactic he's threatened in the past, notably in the cases of former presidential primary rivals, Ted Cruz, John Kasich, who refused to endorse Trump. Cruz eventually gave his endorsement. And you see, Trump didn't get any cookie crumbs from Donald. Now, the Republican infighting has not been limited to the House. Ryan and top Senate Republicans engaged in a brief public spat Thursday about comments Ryan made earlier in the morning, seemingly to suggest... Trump should not try to work with Democrats. What I worry about, Nora, is that we don't do this, then he'll go to work with the Democrats and try to change Obamacare, and that's not, that's hardly a conservative thing, Ryan told CBS. Well, I got news for you. Nobody on this Capitol Hill knows what conservative is anymore. They pick it up like a little badge or a banner to wave it around, and it means nothing. They mean nothing. Second hour, coming up. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. 
The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.